Once you're done listening to this podcast, go ahead to SoundCloud.com, so the Shell Shock Anchor Network, and check out the Mothership Show, Shell Pod. We talk about Ring of Honor, TNA, WWE, NXT, New Japan, and many more. We're a topical podcast that discusses things such as classic pay-per-views, tournaments, top lists, favorite lists, and just simple wrestling discussions. So please go on over to SoundCloud.com slash Network. Give us a download. We'll see you there. What's up, everybody? It's the Impact Player, Mr. Phil Ray, inviting all of you to join myself and my co-host, Kid Human, as we are from the current to the way back, the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live every Friday at 9 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com, part of the Shining Wizards Network. You can go get our stuff at TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Audioboom, GeekLifeRadio.com, and search Turnbuckle Throwbacks on the TuneIn app. time no listen uh i welcome to nerd otaku i am greg joined along with as usual rich strass how are you doing man i am excellent man good good excellent. how was your new year's i was good yeah yeah went over a friend's house uh he just bought a house nice that's sort of like his like housewarming party i guess so like, uh, like but, uh, a new year's party <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, it was just a new year's party but i guess it did like two things at once Mm. Yeah, it's it was one, good though. Yeah, it's one of those like um, uh, my me and my boyfriend's birthday are is February 9th, the same day, mm-hmm. which a week later is Valentine's Day. So that's essentially what we do. <laughs> it's our Valentine's Day gift and our birthday gift. Nice. Yes. So, uh, how was your Christmas? That was pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see, I got uh, the new Tomb Raider game for the PS4, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, I want to say you were telling me about that. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. Good, good. Like, uh, did you ever play the other Tomb Raider game? No, the only Tomb Raider game I played was a shitty one for the Game Boy Color. <laughs> okay, so uh, they made a game just called Tomb Raider, uh-huh. like, five years ago give or take and this game like follows that storyline it's it's amazing so it's like a sequel oh yeah it's definitely a sequel to that one ah okay yeah it's it's great though like they they fixed a couple of the flaws that were in the first one and i feel like this game is a lot more open world mm-hmm. and the first one had that ability i guess like that feel to it, but like this one was just like amazing. Right. And it's always great to have games uh, that you can just kind of stop playing for a second and then you kind of like just like move the camera around and be like, wow, that's really pretty. Ah, okay. So it's one of those beautiful, like, yeah. Put detail on detail on detail. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Did you get anything else? Um, 
I did. My sister gave me a whole bunch of movies. Of course. <laughs> whole bunch. I've only watched one of them right now, or so far, but... Does she get you, like, a box set, or does she rate a $5 bin, or... Um, I, from what she told me, she just went on my Amazon wish list mm. and just started putting movies in her cart until it, like, reached a certain amount. Holy shit. Well, there you go. So, like, some of them are, like, movies collections. Others are just movies that no one's ever heard of. Right, which you know, so finding. <laughs> right, so it's, it's pretty exciting. I watched one, and it's called Necropolis. And it's really interesting because it was filmed on VHS. So even though it's on DVD, like you could tell that they tried to make it look better. Okay. But anything filmed on VHS, you can't do too much to. Right. It's one of those like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. If you watch it on Blu-ray, it's really – you can tell uh, some of the little sneaky effects that you could get away with on VHS. Right, except except that movie was filmed on film, though. Oh. Like, when I say, like, it was filmed on VHS, I mean, like, they had a camcorder with a VHS tape. Oh. As opposed to actual film. I forgot you could do that. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, it's like, you, you get the big-ass camera with the VHS player on it. <laughs> right. And, I mean, it looks great. That's good. Anything else, or? Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much what I got. Yeah, as you get older, the presents get smaller. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a PS4. It was the one with, uh, let's see, here the game's right here. Oh, shit. It, came, it was the Uncharted edition. It came with the fourth one. Nice. My brother picked it out personally because... He knew is he knew I'm one of those people who is like, oh, I kind of need to play the first one though. And he said, well, actually, what we can do is for now we just play multiplayer together. Okay. <laughs> I'm just now getting back into the whole modern gaming after that retro gaming phase I had. Mm-hmm. Which I still do retro games, but I just not I've been wanting a PS4 for a while. But anyway, so he pretty much, my brother pretty much picked out the games that he wanted me to get because he knew what to do and everything. Well, anyway, so I got the PS4, I got 2K16, I got Minecraft, and then I got Star Wars Battlefront. Which, I played all three of them, and they're, of course all three are fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, yeah, I, you were right about 2K16, I had a lot of fun playing that. <laughs> yeah, okay, so with Uncharted real quick. Yeah. Uh, they did release the Uncharted trilogy on the PS4. That's why I figured. That's why I, when I got the PS4, it's, I pretty much sold everything of my PS3 stuff because I knew it would be on PS4. Yeah. Now uh, that game, like that series, is really good. Yeah, that's why I heard. Yeah, so that series is really good. It it plays sort of like Tomb Raider. Right. Yeah. Same same kind of concept adventure. Right. At least right. In that aspect. It's a. <laughs> Yeah, it's enjoyable, though. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's something I've been curious to get. Because uh, I got my brother the first three. Like, this is like a PS3 box set from GameStop. And, like, I don't think he touched them. <laughs> Which is a shame. Because those 
those are the games I feel push the PS3 system. Right. Yeah. Like was, initially. Yeah, it was one of those. It's not that he didn't want to. It was the fact that he never <clears throat> got to them by the time he got the PS4. It was like a couple. It was like a probably got it when he when he first got it. Like I think I got it for him for Christmas, and then all of a sudden he opens up another present. Oh, it's a PS4. Right. Yeah, and he only does, he he'll still play his PS3, but mostly my dad uses it for Netflix. Yeah, I I have PS one through four. Right. My PS one's not even hooked up, to be honest with you. Yeah, you don't really need it. You can use the PS two. Or the PS three. Yeah, I was about to say and the PS three. Right. So I have my two, three, and four hooked up. Right. And out of those, uh, four gets the most use. Of course. And a big part of that is, is like I have like PS2 games on the PS4 now, Ooh. and a lot of my games are like the weird old arcade games, like Pac-Man and Galaga. Of course. And stuff like that. So like I spend a lot of time playing those on the PS4. Way too much time. <laughs> Right. But I was all excited whenever I beat Contra. I was like, yeah. Because yeah, it's like the arcade version. Yeah, her, isn't that game like really tough? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it probably is very achieving when you win. <laughs> yeah. But it only took like an hour. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of disappointing. I was like, wait, this, this game that has plagued me all of these years. <laughs> and now I'm just able to go through. Total gameplay time, one hour. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those type games where it's like, oh, I'm done. Okay. It is, but I was using save states, to be fair. What's that? Uh, Save states. Oh, okay, one of those. Yeah. yeah. I was using save states, and I went in and I gave myself as many lives as possible. Of course, because nothing's more frustrating than when... Yeah, I started playing uh, The Binding of Isaac. And it's one, of those, oh, Jesus. it's one of those games where it's like, if you die, guess who has to restart the entire game? <laughs> yep. Oh, and that's it's so different. much fun. Oh, it's different, all right. Yeah, it's very it's very freaky. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game, though. Oh, yeah, I do enjoy it, but like I need to not think about it too much because it's one of those, like, the more you think about it, the more, not scary, but it's like, ooh. <laughs> oh, it's weird. Yeah, it's 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 out there, and then I loved, uh, <laughs> I was playing it and I said, "Boy, this game's kind of gory." Then I was like, "Well, these are the same people who made Super Meat Boy. What am I expect? What do I expect?" Right. Uh, you should find a game called Rogue Legacy. All right. What's that about? Um, it is a two D platformer. Right. And no matter how far you get, if you die, you start over, but you start over with a new character. Huh. And and what it is like before you go into the game or whatever, you pick like like a character, and they're not able to see in the dark. Uh, some of them are fatter than others, shorter, taller, stronger, and it's just I don't know. It's great. Yeah, it's a really really fun game. That sounds like a, I can't try to think. Like, isn't there? I think there's like a few NES games that are like that. Yeah, and every time that you go in, the level changes. Oh, random, randomly generated and such. Right. Now, after a while, uh, I've played it enough that 
I know what the level is. Okay. Because there's only so many that they did. Right. But it's still frustrating to some degree. Of course. Alrighty. Uh, other than that, yeah, I'll probably... Uh, I'll get into more of the PS4 games when we get to the what we've been playing portion. But other than that, uh, you said you had a comic book you wanted to talk about. Yes, I actually read a comic book. Yes. Uh, Sex Criminals, Volume 1. It's a trade paperback. It collects uh, issues 1 through 5 yeah. of Sex Criminals. It's by Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of this book? Is this the one where like they have sex in time in time freezes? Yes. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When the the bloke show was a thing, I remember hearing them talk about it. Yeah, this book is amazing. Like, I'm tempted to just go to the comic store today and just pick up volume two. Oh shit. <laughs> But the problem is, like, I know if I do that, I'll be, like, right back there, like, within an hour or two and get volume three. Well, that, that case, just buy both. <laughs> right, but I'm like, I don't really want to spend that money. Right, yeah, it's, it's just like me, where it's like, you know, I could get something as simple as this, but... Eh. Right. I mean, shit, it took me four years to get a Blue Yeti microphone after saying I need to get a Blue Yeti microphone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but this this book is, like, really good, though. Like, the way how it's written. Right. Uh, it's really entertaining. Uh, there's a part where they're in a bar. And she starts singing Fat Bottom Girls from Queen. <laughs> but you don't actually see her sing that. You just see post-it notes over the word bubbles. Yeah. And it's just them like, yeah, so we tried to get the rights for this, but it was either too expensive or lawyers didn't come through in time or whatever. And they're just explaining this whole thing of why you are not reading Fat Bottom Girls from Queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is actually kind of funnier. Yeah, that is pretty funny. It's like one of those, uh, uh, what was it? There's, I think there's like a Deadpool comic where like you get like a breaking the fourth wall and telling you things. Mm-hmm. I want to say I've read a uh, manga that's like that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I definitely suggest it, though. Yeah, I bet. It's, it sounds out there, but at the same time, it probably sounds really good. Yeah, I mean, it's there's more to it than them just, Fucking. like, having sex and then freezing time or whatever. Right. You think that would be a TV show one of these days? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, it sounds out there, so it sounds like something I could see on uh, what is it, maybe HBO or something, being it sex, right. has sex involved. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Because the way how the story is told is really not linear at all. Oh, so it's like niche? Right. So, like, the story is told in the present, mm -hmm. and then, like, the first page is the present, and then the second page is uh, the girl's telling you her whole life story. Okay. And it goes back and forth between that and the present. Mm. But the present is only a page, maybe two. Ah, and so then, that's a backstory. Right. And then the next issue I want to say is present and then him telling his story. 
Oh, event that is, that is stuff like, in the present. Yeah, that's... it goes back and forth like that. Oh, man, it but... doesn't sound that confusing, but probably is more complicated than what it is. Right, because then after a while, like, their backstory includes each other. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, wait, is this the present or, mm. like, backstory now? I don't know, but, like, it's really easy to figure out. It's just, I'm not sure how they would do it on TV to where it would actually work. Oh, okay, like... I mean, you can only you can only do like a memory filter where it's like there's clouds at the edges so long. <laughs> right. Yeah. But other than that, any other books you've been reading? Oh uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> I picked up uh, the biography on Roddy Piper that his kids wrote. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh it's it's not bad. I'm still in the. Burp coming again. My goodness, I have a lot of editing to do. Excuse me. Anyway, um, the book, it was written by his kids. I'm still on the portion where it's his childhood, which is actually mm-hmm. the most interesting because he was always so secretive about it. Like, he never wanted to talk about it because of, like, how shit it was, essentially. Right. So, uh, so that was the one that really made me want to buy it because I could finally figure out, okay, why is he... Why did he run away from home, and why is he banned from the country of Japan? <laughs> Shit like that. Why did he not like Japan? It's like, those were stories he never really went into details about. I think the only thing is, I get a fluff feeling, which is really, eh. But I, I don't want to just give up on it, because I, I bought the damn book. I might as well read the whole thing when I can. <laughs> right. Well, like, it's not like his kids are going to say anything bad about him. Of course, I don't expect that. You know, and it's a very personal thing for them in the first place. Mm -hmm. So I would not expect, like, a dirt sheet type Mm -hmm. write-up on him in this one. I would expect more like, you know, my dad did this. Yeah, or he always said this. Yeah, I'm probably not going to read up on him and Ric Flair uh, having a cocaine party with cocaine on the bed. <laughs> where they, th- where they, th- uh, yeah, they threw the mattress off and like there's cocaine on the bed spring <laughs> with like 20 wrestlers in the hotel room. Yeah, uh, you you might actually. Right. I I, I just got to I like I said it's hard to judge because I'm only like maybe 15 to 30 pages in. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how it was whenever I read the uh, Sunny book. Right. It's like, oh, boy, I don't know if I want to do this, but then it's like, ah, no, this isn't bad. Yeah. It's a lot better than it should have been. Right. Yeah, but I think the one thing that kind of made me, that kind of threw a red flag was when I read, like, uh, there was it, uh, Our Ailing Father? In the, he was in, the, okay, so he was writing a second book, but he died before he finished, so essentially they... They read through that, and they're probably including it into that book. And what was it like? I think they said like our ailing father was on the was on a journey to dis- rediscover his life. And I was like, ailing? Uh, I thought he just died suddenly. He, I didn't know he was ailing. I think they might, but that's one of those things where it's like let's uh, ham it up a bit to make it more dramatic or something. Well, he did have cancer. 
Right, but this was like recent. He had a heart. He died of a heart attack. Right, but I'm assuming that he was not in the best of health. Right. Yeah. After you get rid of cancer, you're you're okay. Because I mean, I know plenty of people who've who defeated cancer and still are like, ugh. Like they're right. either their immune systems just destroyed or, well, maybe not destroyed, but they just have an imme- like slight deficiency. Right. But, but with him, like, I don't know. Like, I think that he had a lot more health issues than he ever let on to the public. Cause he was just like a really private guy. Right. He, he's, he's, he was different. He was private, but then he's public. It's one of those type of, well, when he was public, it wasn't like he was really public. Right. Um, let me see if I could explain this. Like, yeah, he had a podcast. Mm-hmm. And he did stuff like that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he had a public lifestyle. Right. Yeah, like he was a different on he was like he was different in public that he's different in private type. Right. Like I'm not sure if you ever saw the wife swap episode of him and Ric Flair. No. <laughs> yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh boy. It's definitely worth the watch. Yeah, doesn't doesn't Piper's wife like Lay into flare or something, <laughs> or like she. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, but uh, that that show is actually like really revealing of Flair's mindset and the wrestling business in itself. Mm-hmm. So I definitely suggest it, just because Flair says, like Flair's like the kind of guy that if he goes to a bar, he's buying everyone at the bar drinks. Right. To this day. Right. <laughs> and. Piper's like, you don't have to do that anymore. You're not the champion. Because I guess in the wrestling world, if you're the champion, that's what you're doing. Right. Makes sense. You know, it's it's part of, like, you know, the boys club or whatever. Yeah. I remember and, yeah. And, Fl- and Piper's like, you don't have to do that anymore. He's like, there's no reason for you to do that. And, but pretty much, like, what it was, just Piper, you know, sobered up and... His lifestyle is, I go to the grocery store. If people recognize me, it's cool, like, whatever. But the place that he lives, it's not like he is... It's not like people are not used to seeing him. Right. You know, because he lives in this, like, small town, like, on a farm. And he just goes to the city, like, you know, to the grocery store and, you know, whatever. He doesn't think anything about it. Where Flair... He doesn't do that kind of stuff. So he has like other people go out and do that for him. It's like what I was getting mm. out of it. And like Piper and his wife, you know, like they would share responsibilities and stuff. Yeah. And it was like more about family and like that was Piper's life. And Flair, it was like, well, I have a crap load of money. Uh. So it's just it's just a really interesting episode, though. I bet. It's, it was really good. I definitely suggest it. Oh, yeah. Didn't Flair and Mick Foley do a wife swap, or was that Mick Foley and Dee Snyder? Um, no, it was... Who was it? It was some actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like... Like a... He was like an actor and a model type guy. Okay. Maybe it was... 
I think actually now that I think about it, it was probably I think it was Foley who suggested the idea to Piper and Flair. I could see that. Yeah. But yeah, that was a weird episode. Sounds like it. So it's one of those emotional ones, like when you watch the finale to Legends House. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, at the end of it, like the guy in. I can't remember the actor's name now, uh-huh. but the actor and his wife or girlfriend like ended up getting a huge fight. Oh no! <laughs> Just because you know, like she hung out with Foley, and Foley's more loving. <laughs> uh, sort of. It's weird. Like Foley, like his wife does everything around the house, man. Like she does everything. So yeah, it was it was interesting. I bet. Uh, other than that, uh, I've been watching any TV shows? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, one of them I think will actually be on our list for later. Alright. But I watched, uh, Travelers. I, I went through that really fast. It's this show on Netflix is about time travel. So basically, it's a group of people that come back from the future... All right. Like, come to present time. And the way how they come back is, like, they know when people are going to die. And where they're going to die and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, they send themselves into these people's bodies right when they die. So, these people don't necessarily die, but they were supposed to. And right. So like, for example, uh, this kid was like in an MMA fight and he got hit in the head like really bad and he was about to hit the ground and the show will be like, you know, time of death and it's a countdown like 15, 14, 13 and then it gets to zero and that's red and then it starts counting one, two, three, four, five, like in yellow, I think. And that's, like, when the other person from the future takes over their body. Okay. So they're trying to, like, save a life? They're not trying to save a life. They're trying to save humanity. So they're sent back because, like, they see what happened in the world. Okay. Like, you know, like, just, like, massive explosions and stuff like that. And they see all this, so they're like, well, we have to stop it. And that's their whole thing. So, like, there's all these people out there called Travelers. And they'll be like, I'm Traveler 0624. Okay, I'm Traveler 0351. Okay, cool. What's your mission? And it's it's insane. Okay, so they're trying to stop a chain of events? Right, okay. right. Okay, yeah. I, 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 again, like, it sounds really out there, but it sounds interesting at the same time. Yeah, it's really accessible. And it's weird because they didn't do that much research on the people that they were traveling to. Mm. So, for example, like the one character, whenever he comes from the future, his host, as they call him, was a heroin addict. Oh, boy. So just because he takes over the guy's body or mind or whatever... 
he still has the heroin addiction that his host originally had. Oh. Yeah. So they, like, take on a personality? Yeah, pretty much. So, like, uh, one guy's, like, an FBI agent, and he, like, you know, he was supposed to die or whatever, and then he gets taken over by this traveler. So he has to, like, you know, be an FBI agent. He's married. But the thing is, is you don't have any of these people's memories or anything. So you just don't really know what's going on. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely suggest it, though. It's it's a lot more accessible than I just made it sound. Right, it's on Netflix, right? Right. Right. Right, but like, like the show, it's like really easy to watch. Um, oh, okay, that's what you meant. Yeah, like, have you ever seen uh, Continuum? No. Okay, it's sort of the same idea. Okay. Where it's just pretty much, you know, we're you're trying to uh, save the future by doing stuff in the past. Very Terminator-ish. Right. It's like that kind of time travel story. Which oh. I honestly have no issue with. Right, everyone everyone likes the Terminator. <laughs> right. Most people do anyway. Alright, any other shows? Uh not that I want to get into right now. Alrighty. Then as for me, haven't really been able to watch anything other than wrestling and such, but uh what about movies? I know you're the movie man. <laughs> oh, let me get to my list here. Oh, boy. He's got a list. <laughs> well, um, actually, I keep track of all the movies I watch with ah. this app. Okay, so it's like a, is it like a spreadsheet uh, to keep track. Uh, sort of. It's this app called Letterboxd. It's like a social media movie site. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm getting to my the movies I watched this year. Is it 2017 or 2016? 2017. Oh, okay. I mean, if you... Like, I can go to 2016. No, it's up to you. But I was about about to say, oh, okay, then maybe one or two. I was like, wait, this is rich. He watched, like, 30. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, let's see. I watched Office Christmas Party. What is that? Uh, it's, It's actually a newer movie with, like, Jason Bateman... Um, I don't remember everyone that's in it, right. which is a shame. Jennifer Aniston is in it. Uh, TJ Miller, but pretty much Jennifer Aniston and TJ Miller are siblings and their father passed away. Right. And whenever their father passed away, he left them the company. Well, he left the daughter in charge of everything, but he left the son in charge of headquarters, but she still like outranks him. And she's all business, and T.J. Miller like has a heart of gold, pretty much. Ah, okay. So he, so she's like, okay, there's no Christmas party, like that just costs money. We're just not doing that. It was like we're not doing any of this stuff. And he's like, okay. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to shut down this uh, office. And he's like, well, what if I could do this? And their whole thing was like, if they could land this one account, so. 
to get this account, they decide to have a Christmas party anyway, like after she just said no Christmas party. And it just gets crazy. And then there's other stuff going on in the background throughout the entire movie. Okay, so it sounds like one of those feel-good Christmas movies in the end. Uh, yeah. 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 And then I watched the four Marine movies. Why? <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. So, I am a fan of, like, 80s big action movies. Right. Like, Death Wish 2, uh, a lot of Chuck Norris, like, those kind of movies, like, just big explosions, stuff like that. Over the top. And, yeah. Right. And WWE Studios is sort of taking the place of uh, this one film company that was from the 80s, early 90s, called Canon Film. Mm-hmm. They went out of business, but I think WWE Studios is slowly taking over. Um. And what I mean by that is is they're, like, making the big, over-the-top action movies. You know, and the Marine movies are perfect examples of just crazy, over-the-top action. Yeah, I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy the first one with Cena. Yeah. Uh, you could skip the Marine 2, but Marine 3 and 4 were actually really good. Yeah, I heard they were okay. And then... Because with those, like, they actually just kept a character story going. Right. It's like the Miz is in, he's going to be in five, so I'm actually kind of excited for that now. And I also watched uh, 12 Rounds. Yeah, I seen that one. That was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know uh, Randy Orton was supposed to be in the Marine? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he was supposed to be the Miz in the third one, but he was uh, uh, there was some uh, protest because of Randy's military history, mm-hmm. him being a deserter. So they're like, okay, let's switch him out. Well, who do we pick? Well, let's give him let's the Miz. Ta-da! <laughs> that makes sense, right? Um, but the movie that you should definitely check out. There's two of them. Uh, there's the first one to say is the accountant. And this movie stars Ben Affleck. And it is amazing. Alright, what's it about? Um, it's an about an accountant. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. Uh he he uh is on the spectrum fraud autism or whatever. Mm-hmm. And but on top of that, like, he's also like a badass. Okay. Um, I don't really want to go too deep into that one because I will give it away. Oh, okay. So it's one of those basic plot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like basic plot is he's an accountant for companies and he also works with uh, some not so good people out there. Right. But, so, like, this guy, he has a very modest lifestyle, but he makes a crap load of money. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, then someone decides that they want to kill him, and Anna Kendrick is in it, and they want to kill her. So he goes and he tries to save Anna Kendrick. And when all that's happening, like, you just see how much of a badass this guy is. Uh, it's good. 
one of those he's more than just an accountant type deal. Right. And then the movie that you definitely need to see is I'm Not a Serial Killer. <laughs> okay, what's that about? <laughs> um, It's this kid mm-hmm. who is a... Uh, either a psychopath or a sociopath. Either way. And he's dealing with this. You know, like, he just... Like, whenever he gets angry at people, he'll just say, like, nice things to them. But then he finds out that there is a serial killer in town. So he starts to, like, mess with that guy. And it's amazing. And uh, Christopher Lloyd is in it. Oh, right. So, yeah. And the movie has an amazing twist at the end that you do not see coming at all. Oh boy. <laughs> at all. So yeah, I definitely suggest it. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into that. That's uh, I'm all, I'm all for a good twist. Nothing stupid, but if it's good, I'm gonna be like, holy shit, at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Like where they go that you were like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Like where? Did, okay. I mean, it makes sense. Like when you watch the movie, and I started thinking back to like certain scenes. Mm-hmm. But it's just insane. Okay. So nothing like M. Night Shyamalan bullshit. Just actual good twist. Uh, yeah. Okay. So no, so M. Night Shyamalan coming out of the corner going, what a twist. I mean, it, it can be like that, I guess. But it's done a lot better. Okay. And it, and it has rewatch value. Ah, alrighty. Alrighty, uh... I said movie. I got to see Rogue One recently. Oh, yeah. I saw that as well. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I, I had a lot of fun with that one. Um, I think my biggest problem with that movie was the last 20 seconds. Oh, with uh, where it tied into the fourth movie? Yeah, just because the CGI they used on that was not nearly as good as the CGI they used throughout the rest of the movie. Right. That didn't like, really bug me. But... Like, that was just fan service. And that's me just being really picky. Right, yeah. So it's nothing too, too like, m- movie-destroying. Just, eh, it's just, like, a little nitpick. <laughs> right, right. Like, when that movie comes out on Blu-ray, it will sit very nicely next to my Star Wars box set and Force Awakens Blu-ray. Yeah, my dad and my brother are saying it's their favorite movie of the franchise. I could see that. Yeah, I can too. It's like... It's like... it's like uh, I, I really don't know what my favorite is because it's like, if I pick one, it almost feels like I'm dissing the other ones. So, I have a question for you, like, while we are talking about Star Wars, because I know that you're younger than me. Um, So, when you started getting into Star Wars, how many movies were out? Uh, I was... One came out, and then, like, my earliest memory was watching 4, 5, and 6, and then 1 on VHS all the time in my room. And then... But I I remember the trailers for the second movie. 
Okay, so you already live in a world of four Star Wars movies. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, that's why when I like recent years, I never under like when I found out that people don't like the prequels, I was like, huh? And <laughs> I was confused. I was like, okay, I didn't mind them. And then I under then like I listened to I listened to the reasonable people, not the not the crazy over the top. Uh, Han Solo shot first, th- therefore this movie's ruined type people like i was like okay and then like after after i listened to them i would rewatch the prequels i was like okay one's fine two is cringy as shit and three i still like so uh so it's funny that you say that like about han solo shooting first yeah okay so uh before any of that happened uh turner he got his hands on a whole bunch of like classic films, and he was going to go back through and restore them. And I want to say that he wanted to colorize them. Yes, I, I, I've heard of the story. Right, and Lucas like was fighting against it. He's like, you know, once the film is made, like that's how it should remain. He's <laughs> like, you know, like that's that's what made this film great. Like you can't change it. And it's, the irony is just. You cannot go to the store right now and purchase the original Star Wars movie. Right, yeah. You can't do it because he went back and he changed it. And he changed it like three or four times, I want to say. Yeah, because if you watch the fifth one, I watched a YouTube video where it showed the original Emperor from the fifth one. Then mm-hmm. then, this, then they showed, like a, I want to say, the 97 release. And then they showed, like, I want to say the early 2000s release. And then it's, like, three different emperors. Oh, like, the, first, the, the, the last two are the same emperor, just he just refilmed them for some reason. Right. Well, what he did was, was he put in uh, the Anakin kid. Yeah, that one I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Then again, I don't, he's really cringy to me. So that's probably why it's like. It's funny because he did really good in a movie called Jumper. Okay, I remember you telling me this, I think. Yeah, he did really good in that. And Star Wars, it was just like, ugh. Yeah, very cringy. My boyfriend yeah. has a crush on him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so like, yeah. I, can't, I can't talk shit about him around him or else he'll, 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 he'll go into a rant. Which, nothing is more surreal than when, when a quiet person goes on a rant. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah, it... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I understand right. the whole George Lucas thing. I, I don't know why it just doesn't bother me as much. I think it's just because it's, I guess, to me, it's minor, but I can see to others, it's not. Well, see, but by time that you started watching them, yeah. they were already changed. Right, so I never noticed till like I said, recent years when I learned, oh, okay. Right, like, I grew up watching like the original theatrical releases which i know on vhs uh, some people so, still some people have like the recordings of them on, on vhs tapes and then like some have i want to say there's the originals on laserdisc mm-hmm. that was a thing yeah actually i, I want to say i have a couple of them uh on vhs i'm not sure which one i I might only have one. I might only have Empire Strikes Back on VHS. Yeah, you get 
Yeah, you get the weird-looking emperor with uh, weird skin hanging over his eyes. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, I will admit though, what sucks is uh, I got to see I got to see a YouTube comparison of Boba Fett with the voices. I th- I actually like the original voice. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, he's got a cool voice, but then like, of course, they had to change it to make to make more sense with the prequels. Being he's a clone. Right. Yeah. But uh, one thing I do love about the prequels was the, uh, the the Clone Wars series, which I know some people don't like it, but I really got into it. Which uh, I got to watch the whole thing on Netflix. That's the only thing I've really- been meaning. I've been meaning to do that because like I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, it, it'll grip you a few times. Where it's like, oh, <laughs> like, especially the clones. Like I love, I like I love thinking about the some of the clones in you know, like Captain Rex and Fives and Echo and it's awesome. Hmm. Was it? Where was another one? Wow, what was it? Uh, what's his name? He was awesome. He was only in one episode, which drove me insane. Uh, I think it was, a Cap- it was either Captain or Commander Gregor, which he was. A okay. Cl- he was a clone who. Who was trying to escape a battle after his men got over overtook, and he ended up losing his memory. And then there's an episode where this little alien guy and a couple R2 units uh, just just finished a mission, and they crash landed on the planet that he was he was uh, he was on. And when he found out when when he found out who he was, his memory started coming back, and come to find out, the person that was sheltering him was hiding his clone trooper gear. And then once he put it on, got the weapon ready, it was like, it was like he never missed a beat, and he just, he was a total badass. Okay. Yeah, but then, like, it left you on a cliffhanger of, is he still alive, is he not, which, I think I've asked my stepdad if he showed up on Rebels or anything, because he told me a few clones showed up. Yeah, I haven't watched any of that yet. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm wanting to, but it's, I'm waiting for it to appear on Netflix, which it hasn't yet. <laughs> I don't think it. Oh, it will. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm waiting. Where it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that will. Right. Yeah, I, I really, I really like the clones. The and also, I it gives you more General Grievous, which mm-hmm. I am a big fan of. And then like it gives you uh, the Return of Darth Maul, which I heard showed up on Rebels. Like, I want to say last season. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Yeah, that's why I heard. I'm. I'm just confused how Darth Maul is a thing beyond the movie. Yeah, it is confusing. Uh, what was it? He. How the fuck did he live? That's <laughs> that's a good question. He got cut in half. He got. He he fell in like a trash compactor. And then, like, he got sent to a trash planet, and one of the people of his race was sent on a mission to find him. Mm -hmm. And he finds him, and he's, like, he's insane. He's he's got, like, he somehow fashioned up a, like, a droid droid lower half for himself. And... Again, that is a good question. How the fuck is he alive? <laughs> right. 
Because it's like, I, like I said, I, when I was a kid, I used to watch Star Wars all the damn time. So, like, one of my favorite scenes was seeing Darth Maul get slashed in half because I was a weird kid. Mm-hmm. I think it was because I never seen something like that, and I see him fall apart. It's like, oh. <laughs> but anyway, other than that, yeah. So what were we? Ta- oh yeah, we were talking about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, uh, I really loved Rogue One. Uh, if anyone wants, if everyone's debating to see it, definitely go see it. Yeah, my friend just texted me earlier. He's like, "So is that good?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go see it." I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to get my friend Donald to go see it. He still hasn't seen the seventh one, but I don't really think you need to see the seventh one to understand this one. No, no, because this one takes place in between... Three and four. Uh, Revenge, yeah, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. Yeah, so I, I, I told him, I was like, look, you gotta go see it. Because he goes to the movies to see every other movie. Why can't you go to see Star Wars? Right. And then, like, I, I try to, I'm trying to get my parents to go see it, but they take forever to do anything. <laughs> I love them to death, but fuck's sake. <laughs> but other than that, uh, let's see. Any other movie? That's, like, the main movie that sticks out in my head. But, yeah. Yeah, other than... You been listening to any music or podcasts? Anything new? Uh, nothing that sticks out. Yeah. I, s- I started listening to some Disturbed songs again, but other than that, uh, I got into like a lot of new podcasts, like some Japanese wrestling podcasts, Lucha Libre podcasts. Then I found one where it was a retrospective, retrospective type, whereas like they reviewed the the final years of WCW, which was re- okay. which was a really fun listen. And then they kept going, whereas, like, season two, they reviewed 2000, they reviewed, uh, WWE from WrestleMania 17 to WrestleMania 18, and then right now there's season three as they're reviewing the ECW pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a podcast out there, I haven't listened to them in a while. Um, it's called the Attitude Era Podcast. Yes, I love listening to them. And those guys were really good, and then I saw that they started with something else, and I haven't really kept up with them. Yeah, it's a different... It's a, it's pretty different. It's uh, <laughs> it's 10 years after Attitude, where they were reviewing 2011. And it's really weird. Because, like, I got I got into wrestling around September of 2008. And then, like, mm-hmm. 2010 is when I started... Is when I got smartened up to everything. And then I wanted to learn more and more about it. And that's... Ta-da, here I am today. <laughs> Make, making podcasts about uh, World Wrestling All-Stars from Australia right. <laughs> back in the day. But anyway, it's super surreal to remember 2011. And it's like, holy shit, how did I put up with that? <laughs> right. It's like, how did I put up with this shit? I can barely put up with it now, and it's really good. In fact, they made it. They made a, they made a point. They're like... Uh, Look, if you ever think uh, today's product is shit, just go back to 2011 and you, you'll start to appreciate it. Which, I I remember we did, on Shellpod, we did a Great American Bash anthology. And I had the pleasure to watch The Bash 2009. 
And watching that, I was telling my, uh, on the podcast, I was like, you know what? This made me appreciate the tag division we have now. This is what they had. They had Jericho, Primo, and Epico. Or excuse me, Carlito and Primo. And then the Legacy. And then Crime Time. And then those are the only four I could think of. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. MVP and Mark Henry for like a cup of coffee. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh-huh. gosh. <laughs> and I remember loving 2009. But then again, that was like the first year I got into wrestling. Now I go back and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it, you sound I, like you're a wounded animal, like trying to think, of, remember all that. <laughs> well, well, no, because like I've been watching wrestling for so long. Yeah. So long. Like, honestly, if you were to watch... 2015. Yeah. Which I think is really like one of the worst years for wrestling uh, in a long time. And 2011 was there, but 2015 was just horrible, right? But if you go back and you watch like 94 to 95, um, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I I can't say it was terrible. You know, so it's like I, it's just really weird. Like like I start thinking like, you know, this is uh, this is like, yeah, there it's not good, but it's still a lot better than it was. Yeah, like I listen to New Gen Project where they review that, and then I'll watch whenever I do pay per view anthologies. I'll watch pay per views from back then. It's like you know what, this isn't as bad. Right. Plus, I like those Raws where Brett's defending the w- the WWE title against guys like uh, One Two Three Kid and fucking Virgil. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, one of the Wild Samoans, or not the Wild Samoans, uh, the Head Shrinkers. Right. Yeah, it's 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 different. Oh. Yeah, and just the One Two Three Kid, like that was just a such a funny. Oh yeah. Uh, a funny character. Yeah, him rolling up, uh, uh, Razor. Yeah. Then, uh, what was it Hakushi? Jinsei Shinsaki? Mm-hmm. Which I watched a recent match of his. Uh, I was watching uh, Michinoku Pro, and holy fuck. It's, a, it's, a, it's like he's still that Hakushi. He never right. lost a beat. And it's a shame that, not that Michinoku Pro's bad. I mean, I, I, I didn't, I kind of watched, uh, it was uh, one of those... This is a show for the sake of having a show type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like in, J- in Japan, they don't have weekly television. They just have a show whenever, and they post right. it. Right. So it's one of those, hey, don't forget about us. Here's a show. <laughs> Which that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, no, it's not. It's, I mean, you have to do that every now and then. I mean, that right. Was- like, their, their setup is very different. Oh, yeah. That was... Yeah, other than that, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, thinking back to 2015, it's had its ups and downs. I remember New you Japan being, yeah, yeah, I can say that. New Japan was fine, but uh, WWE, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, this is something like that I've been having issues with lately. Uh, me and Tyler were talking about it on the show I'm going to be uploading tonight or tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. 
for on the network. And uh, Lucha Underground. It's a show that, in memory, I love. Yeah. But for me to actually sit down and watch it now, it's a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, season two, me and Donald dropped off. We're like, eh, it's not the same. And, and well, what I think it is, is they're, they're not giving you a reason to watch it. Yeah, I've heard this argument before, yeah. Like, they used to. Right, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, I remember season one, it would drive me insane when I missed an episode, but then, like, when I got back, when I would watch it again, it's like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, if I put it on right now, I'm gonna be happy. Mm -hmm. But, just to do that now, it's a lot harder for me to do that. Right. Yeah, I've been thinking about binge-watching the entire series up to wherever they're at, but knowing me, I'm going to be, like, sitting here for a couple over like a couple hours watching a bunch of, at least most of season one, because that was a long season. Right. Yeah. And then, like, uh, season one was, like, really easy to get through, though. Yeah, and then, like, I remember the, it's one of those awesome memories where it's, like, we didn't know if there, if, not, before you go, what, let me explain a bit. One of those awesome memories where we didn't know if there would be a season two, and it was really up in the air, then suddenly we got news, yes, season two is greenlit. And mm -hmm. That's where the awesome memory comes in, and then season two starts, it starts good, and then once we get in the middle, that's when me and Donald's, like, do we really need to watch Lucha this week? It's like... Um, I, I thought season two was fine. It wasn't the best. Season three, it, it's not bad by any means, but it's just really rough for me to be like, okay, I want to watch this. Yeah. I've just been keeping up with Lucha Underground through podcasts, honestly, and, I, and I'm fine with it. Right. Like before, I'd be like, oh boy, do I want to listen to this podcast before watching, before, or before watching Lucha? Because I know they're going to get into it. Right. And for me, it's it's really hard for me to um, listen to wrestling podcasts now. And it's, it's nothing like, you know, against wrestling podcasts. I do one. But I think that's why I can't listen to too many of them. Yeah. Because uh, the ones I do listen to, I listen to after I record. So that gives me like two days pretty much where I could listen to last week's shows because I do not want to go into a podcast saying what someone else has said. Yeah, I do have a habit of doing that. You know, it's like if I, if I do it, like I'll definitely give them credit, but I can't do that. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to take the chance of me saying something that I think I'm just coming up with. And in reality, someone else has already talked about and I'm just repeating everything that they said. Yeah. So I try not to listen to wrestling podcasts until after I record my show. Right. You know, because the chances of me talking about stuff from the week before are very different. Like, you know, like I'm not going to sit there and talk about whatever happened the week before on this week's show. 
Like, that's just not going to happen. Right. <laughs> Generally. Because there's no point in me, like, you know, being like, hey, guys, uh, this happened and, you know, last week. He's <laughs> like, that's just silly. Yeah, oh, yeah, I definitely see your point. Yeah, other than that, like, I I do like to, li- I do like, I do have a habit of saying, well, you know, this guy actually, uh, funny you mentioned that, this guy actually said this, this, and that. It's like, okay. And then sometimes it's helpful because there's news I might have missed that I would love to get into. But mm-hmm. other than that, yeah. I, I completely, that's actually a pretty good reason. Might be a good habit to get into, too. Yeah. Which is funny because I'm always a week behind on podcasts. So, like, sometimes I will end up talking about what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, what other shows are talking about. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be the same conversations. Exactly. You know, because obviously there's certain things that every podcast is going to talk about if you're doing a wrestling show. Or if you're doing a movie show, every podcast is going to talk about Rogue One. Right. At some point, like, you know, within that month. Every podcast is going to do that. Like, it's just, it's going to happen. Exactly. So, other than that... Wait, okay. Um, what was it? Uh, after the podcast, I think we're done. Oh, video games. What video games have you been playing? Ah, okay. So I already talked about Tomb Raider. Right. Um, I started up Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. How's that? Uh, it's really enjoyable. Yeah, I know those are those Lego. Uh, the Lego games are actually pretty. They're always usually fun. Yeah, yeah, it's really enjoyable. Um, I have to actually get into it more. But here's something that's interesting is there's DLC for it, and it's free DLC. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't have the game, but you're like, you know, I I might get it, go ahead and get it while you can, while it's free. Um, but they have a level that explains why C-3PO has a right arm. Oh, so... Do you want to get into why? Because I remember seeing article flying past articles that say that. Um, I haven't played it yet. Okay. Like I just downloaded that. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be sweet. Yeah. Because it's interesting because they they did not talk about it at all in the movie. And uh, yeah, there they are. Like you play like the whole story of why he has a red arm. But the way how the game starts is you start at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. So, like, you're pretty much on the Battle of Endor, and then you go into the Emperor's place, and you fight Vader, and you fight the Emperor. Mm-hmm. And then you start Force Awakens. All right. So, good. yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's like usually the Lego Star Wars movies have to go by three movies. Well, that while this one has to is only dealing with one, so they got to expand on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, not necessarily. There was a Lego Clone Wars one too. That's right. Yeah. Which I want to say the Which, series wasn't even finished when they came out with that. Right. Like I haven't played that one because I'm not. Like I don't. I don't know too much about Clone Wars. Yeah. 
So I don't know how good or bad it would be. Yeah, the game I can't really vouch for, but yeah, the show's definitely really fun. Like, I love one of the showcase and the ad was the episode where you go, where they go to uh, General Grievous's uh, secret base, which mm-hmm. that was a really good episode. Because, like, you see how, it, like, had, there's, like, a room with all of his part, like, all, the, all these different parts, and he has, like, a pet giant monster thing named Gore. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, like, the only thing he showed compassion to, because, of course, General Grievous doesn't really show compassion to anything. Right. So it's it's different. That, and, like, he has a, he has a medical droid that really lays into him with, uh, with, uh, with some sass. Interesting. And he, he, well, and of course, Grievous can't do anything about it because he's the only medical droid he, he probably trusts. Right. Yeah. So he just, he just let, he, so he just lets him lay into him a bit. Hmm. What's also cool is there in the battle he got his legs cut, but like he has shit he can hang off from, he, like a spider. So like he, it's almost like. He has, he's thought of everything in this freaking thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's got traps. He's got uh, shit he can f- climb. It's, I always love him seeing Grievous like that, where he's like, he's like, he can do shit that not a normal person can do. Like, he can, like, there's an episode where he snaps a clone's neck with his foot. Okay. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't, yeah. Man, I'm thinking about rewatching Clone Wars now. <laughs> but anyway, other than that, getting back to video games. So, any other games you played? Um, not too much, no. Yeah, I game getting back into Star Wars again. <laughs> I played Battlefront, and oh, so what? What were your thoughts on that game? It's my Call of Duty. <laughs> I think the only disappointment is there's no campaign. But yeah. I like flying into a 40-man battle and just doing what I can. Because if I suck, I'm not going to get kicked out after... They're not going to figure out, oh, that guy sucks, let's kick him out of the game. So, uh, it's it's fun to go in and just battle, do what you can, see how long you can live for. Actually, right. getting tiring, but with me, usually it takes it takes a while for me to sit down and play a video game. Being that I work and do and I have other hobbies, but for me it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like me and my friends usually hop into the game, pass the controller around, see who who can last the longest online when we're playing online. So I, I'm not a big fan of the multiplayer aspect where it's just like you play with a friend because like right. the AI is just the shits. <laughs> yeah, I. <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of, like, online gaming. Right. And my thing is, like, I don't have the time to sit down and become a master at this. No. And there's people that have been playing it since the game first came out. Of course. And so no matter what, the learning curve is always against you. So it's like, I just go in there, I'm like, well, I died a hundred times. That that sucked. <laughs> Yeah, I got you know, four kills. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, but, uh, yeah, that's, I, I might jump on with you one night. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I guess I got like a kind of a different mindset. I'm more into it to have fun, see see how long I can do it. Which not not saying that you don't do that, but right. Well, no, it just gets very discouraging. Right, I could see that. While me, it's like when I die, it's like, damn it. <laughs> Oh, let's yeah. see how long that lasts, though. <laughs> I remember my brother, I was asking my brother about uh, the Rogue One DLC, because, like, the beach battle I like is, like, my favorite Star Wars battle now. And he said, uh, he said that it's the smallest map compared to the other, other ones. And, like, to play Walker Assault is stupid, because after, like, a couple feet, you won. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that sucks, because, like I said, I love that battle. So, it's it's like, oh, okay, I'm probably not going to put... Because the, the DLC is like 15 bucks. So it's like, I'll pass then. Right. Yeah, and he said, and I asked him, I was like, so what about uh, the second game coming out? Are they still going to do that? He go, yeah, and the first thing they said was, this does have a campaign. Good. Yeah. Good. So we'll, we will get a campaign. It needs it. Yes. So, uh, any other thoughts on Battlefront? Uh, not really. Yeah. Uh, I played Minecraft, which is self-explanatory. Nothing much to get into Minecraft. <laughs> right. Other than the fact that I'm different. I like to build towns instead of just one house. Uh, you should check out a game called Minecraft Story Mode. Yes, I heard about that. My brother was telling me about it. Uh, Patton Oswald and Brian Posehn. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really good. Yeah, anything t- t- that. Telltale I need to get. Yes. Yes. I even got the Jurassic Park game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, on the PS3? I actually got it for my computer, and I actually did a, okay. I actually did a YouTube series on it, and I don't know what happened, but I never got, I, I didn't get an ending. Like, I would, oh. I, I would finish the last stretch where the T-Rex gets on the dock and, like, you just jump on the boat at the last second. And then suddenly, main menu. I was like, okay. Weird. What the fuck? And then, I, and then like, I would have to reload and it would have to start the entire level over, which is a hard level. Which one of the biggest criticisms of the game is the, the, the match the buttons, hit the buttons at the right time, is impossible. Like, it's, well, maybe not impossible, but it's such a struggle. I could see that. Yeah. And then, like, I love there's that there is an achievement where you get every single, every single one right at the, at the right time. I was like, oh, this is why I'm not an achievement hunter. <laughs> right. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't like the game that much. <laughs> Other than that, uh, yeah, and then 2K16, or 17, yeah, I know, I remember you were praising the game, and yeah, I had a lot of fun just building my universe Yeah. alone, and then finally getting to play it is like, holy shit, like, I made a, I got a Raw brand, a SmackDown brand, and a New Japan brand, and because you only have a set number of downloads... Per day or whatever. Yeah, you can make it's and I actually pitched this one time with my friends, not even on on a podcast. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if you could put you could have a guy one guy on multiple brands, 
Sure shit. And you can do that. Look what you can do. Then my friend uh, Donald on a podcast goes on a 2K concept episode. He's like, how about we have something where we have safe slots? Where one slot you can have, say, a New Japan roster. Where it's just strictly New Japan. Then another one you could go, okay, let's have a WCW, ECW, and WWE roster. Then the other one's like, well, let's have like a strictly Lucha roster. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And you can do that. And now on my 2K16, 17, I don't know why I keep saying 16. Um, my fr- I got one slot where it's just mine. Where I said I got the SmackDown Raw and New Japan brand. Oh, and NXT. And then he's got... He's got w, He's got like a strictly WCW brand. Oh, nice. Yeah, so like he's got he'll download guys that he'll that are from WC. Well, actually, you don't even need to. He got a bunch of DLC of WCW alumni that he could just put on there. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, what I did was a little deeper. Oh boy. <laughs> um. Okay. So I have I have the Raw roster. Mm-hmm. And the SmackDown roster, as current as I possibly could get it at the time of when I was building this. Right, first thing I do as well. So, and then from there, I have um, this one that I call the MTV Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, right, yeah, you were telling me about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so what I did was like, I just like went and downloaded like all these like weird celebrity characters. Or movie characters or whatever. And they're all in that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then I downloaded... And then I have one that's just like all women. Nice. So if... They're on any of the other shows, it doesn't matter. They're on this one as well. Mm-hmm. And then I have like... Uh, it might be Lucha Underground. Or NXT. But either way, like that's just NXT and Lucha Underground and indie guys that I have on there. And they're all in that one category. Nice. Yeah, so it's like really fun. I bet. Because like I have so much, like so many people or so many shows. So like if I don't want to deal with like all of that, like I'll just skip to the show I want to actually like fight on. Right. Um. Oh, oh, and I have a Legends one. Ah, okay. So that's where, like, your Sting would be. Uh, Goldberg, I think, is in there. Yeah, he's a DLC. Right. But that's where I put them. Oh, oh, that's what you meant. Okay. Was, like, like I put, like, all of those guys who, I guess Goldberg could go in Raw, I guess. Yeah. But generally, I, I put all of them, like, just by themselves, like, in that one. So, the chances of you seeing, like, Stone Cold versus, I don't know, AJ Styles, you're not going to. Of course. At all. Do you have any cross-brand cross, cross brand pay-per-views? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because Like, I- Royal Rumble and stuff like that. I usually do that where it's like I got like a New Japan show where it cross cross paths with NXT or then one that cross paths with with Raw like shits and giggles type deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like I got when I was downloading championships because I I love that the, the championships actually look like the championships. 
Right. Like, I found, like, the NWA world title and the NWA television title. I was like, I can't say no. <laughs> so I got them, and then, like, I actually incorporate them. But, of course, being that you have a, you can only have a set number of titles, I got to manually incorporate them. So, like, right. Dusty has the NWA world title, and he's feuding with Hideo Itami for it. And then Arn Anderson has the television title, which he's pretty much whatever show he's on. And when I was like, you know what, why not? I have him defend the title. <laughs> right. Yeah, there was one where he defend. What was a weird one? He defended it against... Oh, I can't think of who it was, but it was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but overall, I think they did a really good job with this game. Yes, they did. It's, overall. It's a like, lot of fun. There's certain things I think they could have added or they could have done. Right. Because, I mean, essentially... There, there's a story mode, but I don't like the story mode too much. Where just like you create a wrestler and then you go through like you know NXT all the way up to WrestleMania and retirement. Yeah, it's something I could see myself doing eventually, but I'm not really in a rush to do. Right, like it's fun. Yeah, it really is. But I, I definitely prefer. Um. Like, I definitely prefer, like, you know, having all of these, like, different options. Yeah. Yeah, and then I like the fact that they brought back, uh, you gotta earn points to buy a wrestler. So it's like, I feel like I'm actually earning them rather than, okay, uh, what's that called? The accelerator. Okay, accelerator, hit square, got everybody. It's like, well, I can oh, that, actually that's, earn them. That's actually what I ended up doing. Right. A lot, I know a lot of people who did it. Not to browbeat you guys or not you do you i'll do me but we won't do each other probably <laughs> um well what it was was uh i bought the dlc like the season pass uh okay so everything was like free or like half off right so like the accelerator was part of that uh, okay yes yeah, so i was like ah fuck it there you go <laughs> now the nxt enhancement pack was not part of the dlc season. oh <laughs> And that comes with Nakamura, Nia Jax, and Apollo Crews. Yes. Who, two are not even on NXT anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I was excited to get that. And their Legends pack, I thought, was really odd. Yeah, it was. but one thing I think is cool is when I load it up and suddenly I see Tatanka run across the screen. Or, like, I'll see uh, Sid uh, doing the, like, walk, slowly walking down the screen and then... Uh, mm-hmm. What what we were doing? We were playing. We were playing 2K while we were recording a podcast, and me and Don are loading it up. And also, we see Greg Valentine strutting his stuff across the screen. It's like, it dot, it dot, like you can just imagine his face when you hear his reaction. Because like, I love the reaction because I thought it was really funny. He's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's such a weird. Like, actually, I think that looks really good. Like, the way how they did that, like, having the people just, like, walk across the screen. Yeah, it's cool. And then, like, sometimes some of them will, like, <laughs> pop up in front of the screen and look at you and then walk away. Yeah, like, I'm looking at, like, the created wrestler for downloads right now. Yeah. And, uh, some of these, I'm just like, why? <laughs> why? So, I got this game on, like, day one. 
Okay. And whenever I went and I checked out, like, the creator wrestler, the Harambe has been there since day one. <laughs> you know, I, I, I would uh, I would admit, I was looking at the championship belts, I found the Harambe championship, and I thought about downloading it, and then, like, putting it, like, maybe getting, I don't know, come up with some convoluted way of manually doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just so weird uh well hey he he, he had a minority vote eleven thousand votes <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so sad that's that's like my i feel bad because a gorilla actually died but it's like my favorite meme like ever <laughs> i don't feel that bad right like, like at the end of the day, it's like an animal or a human. Yeah. Um, I think they did the right call. Right. I mean, he's not to get political, but the, the fucking thing was dragging a kid around. I, what do you, right. Right. It's it's one of those instinct things. Like, holy shit! What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then it just happened. Can't really do much. Exactly. Yeah, but. Yeah, to uh, avoid that, like the plague, let's hop away from that. <laughs> Just get back in the convolutedness of it. But yeah, before Harambe, the thing I was into was uh, the Sponge, the Caveman, SpongeBob memes. In fact, I've had mm-hmm. I've had some made of me. Uh, my my friend, my friend, uh, I have a friend who occasionally co-hosts with me on this show. Actually, Nikki, he posted a meme of it's like when Greg hears Lincoln Park on the radio, and it shows him like standing in a in like a car seat. <laughs> Like driving, <laughs> and I'm trying. I try to. I, I try to remember some other funny memes he's made. Like it's not even just K Man. He just makes memes of me because he he knows I he he finds them hilarious. Like well, he got Dale from King of the Hills, and he had to say Greg is bad at Honey Pop. <laughs> and then there's another one where uh, it's the guy from Lord of the Rings. Uh, one one does not simply. He said, I guess I think it was like. One does not simply Greg without eating pizza and failing at Honey Pop. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just makes these all the time, and they're always hilarious. <laughs> Interesting. Because, like, he gets the ideas from watching my YouTube videos that, like, I make, like, gameplays on the side, and, like, he just watches them all the time, and he just makes all these memes and posts them on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll have to send some of them to you. They're really, they're really like funny. <laughs> I don't know why they just are. But anyway, uh, anything else, video game wise? Uh, not really. Nah, I can't think of any myself. Well, I gotta pee, so let's go to commercial break and then come back with the year end awards. All right. Alrighty. See you guys in a moment. G'day, it's Josh Armour from Wrestle Radio Australia. Join us every week on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio and FNX.network for interviews with great Aussie pro wrestlers like Triple A's Australian Suicide. I'm just really happy doing what I'm doing at the moment. Adam Brooks. Becoming the RCW champion, that, that really meant a lot. And great names from the States. Hey, this is the king of the mountain, Jeff Jarrett. 
plus more than 20 interviews on our YouTube channel. This is Brian Alvarez. This is Scrap Daddy himself, Scrap Brian Adam Pierce. A proud member of the FNX Network. It's Wrestle Radio Australia. Hey, MSR. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, do you like geeky things? I love geeky things, Chunky Larry. How much do you love geeky things? I would say at least a seven. A seven? That's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Do you know where you can get geeky things? Um, I mean, I, I have a few places on the internet I go to. Um, well, the one place you want to go on the internet is geeksoftheindustry.com. Because it's got geeks at the beginning. Oh, that, that that's a good point. Geeks of the industry dot com. You say, what is that? What is that about? What is that? Well, you know, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got cartoons, movies, music, video games, wrestling. You know, anything that's geeky that you're into, you'll probably be able to find at Geeks of the Industry dot com. I can watch all of those things. No, no, no. It's a podcast website. You listen to things. Oh, Ooh, podcasting. You can download them from the website, or you can, you know, subscribe to one of the shows on Stitcher or iTunes. What was that website again? That's geeksoftheindustry.com, my good friend. I'm going to go right now. Yeah, sorry, my brother. You've got to get your own. Like what you're hearing? Be sure to give us a donation at patreon.com slash network. We'll be sure to give you a shout-out as soon as we receive the donation. That's patreon.com slash network. Once again, patreon.com slash shellshock network. That's patreon.com slash shellshock network. Thank you very much for the support. Well, let me tell you something, dude. One place I'm not banned is Butts and Seeds Podcast, brother. My main man, Frank Harris, and Josh the Thunder from Down Under Armour review WCW Podcast, man, and they're from the 90s. Blackblood's music, it's fucking hilarious. He looks like the combination of Kane and the members of Doom, and his music yeah. sounds like a breaker from Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> <laughs> There's also interviews and special episodes, man, and you can get it for free, brother, on iTunes and Stitcher. What you gonna do when butts and seats run wild on you, man? Celebrity voice impersonated. Welcome back. Now, we're going to get into our year-end awards. Our opening award is the best movie of 2016. Rich, what did you pick? Um, okay, so real quick. Are these movies that came out in 2016 or the best movie I saw? Uh, movies that came out. Um... Rogue One is the one that sends out to me. All right. And, oh, okay. I was about to say any any like uh, reasons or 
Did we um, much, did we pretty much get into all of that? Um, yeah, we pretty much covered all of it earlier. Yeah, I I too would pick Rogue One. <laughs> this is interesting because uh, okay, so in second place was a tie between uh, Captain America: Civil War and Doctor Strange. And then, in first place, is another tie between Rogue One and Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah. I just found that really interesting. <laughs> Alrighty, so, we get into Best Read. This includes, like, comics, novels, books. Um, I, I really didn't read anything from 2016. Yeah. Like, I think the only book I actually read that was from 2016 was from uh, Sunny. But it wasn't uh, wasn't something that came out in 2016? No, like, like that's the only one that came out in 2016. Ah, uh, so are you going to give it to that? Yeah. All right. Might as well. Yeah, it, my thing is I got into, I got Piper's book, which I'm actually ashamed because I'm normally a good book reader. I normally enjoy reading books. But I haven't read much this year. Right, like the books I've read. Well, actually, uh, let me look up the name of it. I actually did read a book that was a lot better than the Sunny book that came out this year. Oh, okay. Well, this past year. Uh, sorry, I, my memory is horrible. No problem. While you while you look that up, uh, uh, was yeah, you know, it's like I want to give it to the Piper book because by default, it's like the only book that stands out to me. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not, mm-hmm. even, that, I'm not even that far. Is it really uh, Book of the Year? <laughs> right. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, the book... I, I can't think of the title mm-hmm. of this thing, and that's just annoying me. Uh, it's a sequel to a book called You. I can remember the actual book. <laughs> like, like, the first book. Okay. That came out. Did you look... Did you try Googling uh, the sequel to You or something? <laughs> Um, I was seeing if I still had it in my phone. Bookshelf and such. Yeah. Yeah, nothing's more frustrating when it's like, man, that was a good book. What the fuck was it called? <laughs> right. This is annoying me now. Uh, yeah, so basically, I, I found out who the author is, so that's good. Uh, basically, this... This weird book story, or like the series, I guess, of this guy who's just like, oh, it's called Hidden Bodies. Yeah, I was about to say, is it is that what it's called? Because I googled yeah. it, it popped up. Yeah. So, uh, like in you, it's just about this guy who's has a lot of issues, and it's written by a woman, but the guy, it's like in first person. Mm-hmm. And just the things that this guy says, like, if a guy wrote this book, uh, people would not be as accepting <laughs> of these books. Is it like just, your stereotypical male? Uh, he's creepy as hell. Ooh. <laughs> you know, it's just stuff that he'll say about women. And like the way how he sees women. Um, but the first book was really good. Ah, okay. And... I found it because, like, on a Reddit, like a subreddit for Stephen King, they were like, hey, check out this book. Like, you know, the author name dropped Stephen King a crapload in the book. 
and uh, it was on sale on Amazon where I was able to buy like the audible version or the audiobook version and the Kindle version for five bucks total. Mm. So that was like a really cool experience because I was able to go to work, listen to it, come home, read it from right where I stopped listening. And then because it was like able to like bounce back and forth. Right. So I was able to get through this thing like really fast. And uh, I did not have that same experience with the other one, uh, the Hidden Bodies book. But that book was really good, too, because now he's becoming kind of like a Dexter type character. Oh. Where like you're kind of like pulling for this guy just to get his kills in. And it's good. Yeah, sounds like it. So, for best reads, it's a four-way tie. It's for best read of 2016 is James Patterson, uh, the Batman Ninja Turtle crossover comic. What? Yeah, uh, some of these votes, I'll be honest, we're a modest podcast. We got a couple listeners. (laughs) Right. Good handful. And a good and like a couple voted. Oh no no! It's just I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not like what it's like it's like a more of like what like this exists. Yeah, my uh, stepdad voted on these categories and he picked that. In fact, there might be some votes in here that are like, did that come out in 2016? <laughs> because uh. yeah, because my stepdad voted, but. Yeah, so for my and my mom, I'll admit both my parents voted because they're like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm let's do it. <laughs> but anyway, so it exists. I asked my like my stepdad went to a comic shop one day and he saw it. And he's like, well, I have to get it now because I have to see how ridiculous it is. And he said it's actually really enjoyable. I could see that. I mean, it's just yeah, that that is like really ridiculous. Yeah, I'm just imagining Batman and the Shredder going at it. Right. That sounds badass. But anyway, uh, so we got James Patterson, Batman Ninja Turtle crossover, the WWE comics. You ever? Got, okay. You ever got to read those? Uh, I've read some of them. Yeah, I heard they're really good, actually. And then uh, Hidden Bodies. So, was that for me, or is that someone else? That's from you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like because like what like what what we're for those who don't know what we're doing is we combine our ballots along with the listener ballots and then see where it ranks and such. That way to help get rid of some ties if there are any, but unfortunately right. this was not one of them. <laughs> Got a four way tie. Alrighty, so podcast of twenty sixteen. Um. No, you can't say your own. <laughs> no, I, was I know. I'm just messing with you. Um, it's actually kind of tied. Okay. For me, um, BB and BC podcast, uh, badasses, boobs, and body counts. <laughs> it's a podcast just about like exploitation film. All right. And they're they're quick. They're like 45 minutes to an hour which is, like, excellent. Um, and they, they they don't really spoil any of the movies. And a lot of these movies they could definitely spoil because they're, like, 30-plus. 
like years old mm-hmm. and they don't spoil them that way you could still go out and search for them if you know you want to based off of their reviews and synopsis and stuff and uh yeah those guys are amazing all right and then uh creature features yeah those are always fun to listen to with chunky mm-hmm which I mean I've been on As a couple of his episodes Right. But, like, it's not my podcast by any means. Like, that's... No, of course. Yeah, I've been on the show, too, and I, you know, I definitely agree. You know, like, he Larry like, runs a tight ship when it comes to creature features. Mm-hmm. Podcasts of the year. In second place is a tie, which is your picks. The BB and BC, and then creature features. And then first place is the New Gen Project podcast. Which is the okay. yeah, that's the podcast I was telling you about that talk about uh, the new generation era of WWE. Mm-hmm. Which it is a fun listen if you ever want to check it out. Yes, so we got video games of the year. Okay. So, uh, my pick. Is actually Pokemon Sun and Moon. Because I got it. And it's an awesome... It does pretty cool throwbacks to the original games. Which none of the Pokemon games really do. Right. So, like... And I like the fact that... Was it? There's a... If you remember, like... Have you ever played a Pokemon game or watched it? Yeah, like, years ago. Years ago? Okay. Well, yeah, like, uh, in this game... In the new one... You go... uh, The island... There's like four islands, and the first island has Pokemon from the original game, only they're, they're uh, different. Like, what they are is, uh, I, can't, I can't think of the term for, that t- for the type of animal, where it's like, in one area they look like this, but in another one they look like that. But, it's like that, where, uh, if you remember Rattata, which is uh, that purple rat from the original Yeah. Game, uh, in this one, he's on two legs and he's black. He's got like a Hitachi from Tekken mustache. Okay. Which I've actually, which I actually nicknamed him Hitachi <laughs> when when I caught it. But yeah, I, I like that aspect. That's actually really different and cool. While at the same time giving uh, original players a little throwback. Okay. Yes. So, what would be yours? Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider for the PS4. Right. Uh, the game originally came out in 2015 mm-hmm. with uh, on the Xbox One. And the PS4 version is like the definitive edition. And you had to wait a year for that thing to be released. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. So you had a so like, little uh, technicality got that in. <laughs> right. Right. Um, another game that I'm going to throw on the list came out in 2015, but it came out sort of like near the end of 2015, and yeah. I played a lot of it in 2016, was Until Dawn. Yes, I've heard about that game. In fact, it's... it's uh, Whenever we get done recording this, you should just go to GameStop and pick it up. It's really cheap. Yeah. It's like probably under 20 right now. Yeah, I'm 
Don't judge me. I play uh, Roblox, and I want to say there's a map of that. It's like an Intel Dawn map that I played, and it's actually really fun. Yeah, and like the way how it's built is, it's sort of like a Resident Evil type game, but your choices matter. Mm. So like if you do something early in the game. You don't realize it, but you just pretty much gave someone a death sentence later in the game. Oh boy! <laughs> and it's like it's like hours later, like you don't even think about it, you know. And it's just really good. I bet. Really good. <clears throat> so. Yes. So I definitely suggest that. Yeah. I'll de- yeah. I'll def. Next time I go on, I'll treat yourself. Phase. I'll definitely hit up a GameStop because right now uh, bills need to be paid. <laughs> otherwise, right. otherwise I would do that. <laughs> right, and I'm going to throw it out there, but uh, 2K17, which we talked about already. Yes. Uh, for what the game is, like just the amount of stuff that you're able to create, mm-hmm. it definitely is worth your time. Right. Alrighty, other than that, we got for the video game of 2016, sorry I was writing something as I was trying to speak, is another four-way tie. (laughs) For fuck's sake. We have Sun and Moon, Rise of Tomb Raider, 2K17, and NFL Madden 16. Okay. Yes. Anywho, moving on to band musician of the year. Band slash musician. Hmm. That one's actually kind of hard for me. I bet. Just because uh, what I listen to, I don't even know. You don't um, know the name? Well, no, no. I, I know the names. Just I, I don't know if they've released anything this year. Um, I, I'm going to say Pearl Jam. All right, Pearl Jam. Oh dear. And and uh, the reason why I'm saying Pearl Jam is I saw them in spring, mm-hmm. and uh, they were amazing live. They they played the entire album of Verses, which is the first time they've done that since the album came out. Like even when it came out, they've never done it until 2016. <laughs> is there a particular reason why? <laughs> uh, they just don't play albums. What they and when they do, they play songs, uh-huh. but they won't go out there and play like a full album. Oh, okay. That's what you meant. Alrighty. Right. So like they played track one all the way through. Damn. Plus, plus a long encore and, oh, it was excellent. Yeah. I remember hearing Korn did something like that. Yeah. Like, like you'll see bands and they'll play like an entire album for like a tour and stuff. Like Primus does that a lot. Uh, a lot of your classic rock bands are doing that. Of course. You know, and, and that's cool. That's cool. Like, I have no issues with that. But with uh, Pearl Jam, their set list changes every night. So you never know exactly what you're going to get. Ooh, okay. So, mm. like, sometimes you're going to get a more of a fast rock show. Like, it'll be, like, a lot of their faster songs. And then other times you're going to get a slower, more laid-back show. All right. 
but that one was just special. Like, it was funny. I was sitting next to my friend, and they played, like, the first two songs. Like, And they didn't even start off the concert with that. Like, they played a couple songs, and then they went into it. And they played the first two songs back-to-back, and I was like, well, that's weird, but whatever. And then they played one song, and I looked over at my friend. I was like, I think they're doing it. He's like, doing what? It's like, I think they're playing Versus. He's like, no. And then I looked up the set list, like, you know, like the track list of the album. Yeah. From, what was it, like, 93, 94, something like that? Or 92, even. And I, I like, looked it up, and I'm like, all right, well, if they play this song next, they're playing Versus. And sure enough, they played that one song. And he's like, holy crap. So, yeah, it was just a great show. Nice. Nice, nice. All right, just checking something quick. Uh, okay, just make sure uh, we were able to hear you. <laughs> I got scared. I was like, shit, can, can we hear Rich? <laughs> okay, yeah, we do. Anywho, uh, this was tough for me as well. I actually gave it to, of all bands, is a band I don't normally listen to, but they got a few good songs, is uh, 21 Pilots. They're okay. one, yeah, they're one of those uh, like top 40, top 20 songs that get played like every fucking hour. <laughs> uh, right. At the radio at my school, at my uh, cosmetology school. So you learn to accept them and you and then you finally like, you know what, it's not bad. But then there's also, of course... Not 21 Pilots, but other songs in general where it's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, usually they're kind of a bright spot for me that aren't that bad. Which, I, I like the song Heathens, the, which was the one from Suicide Squad. The Stressed Out, of course. Ride, which is on 2K, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Which I which I love. They give you on the two K in two K seventeen. They give you the option for the jukebox, and like, mm-hmm. I pretty much turn off half that jukebox. I I don't mind it. Yeah. <clears throat> I usually turn off. Well, then and then they give you the option of well, you can listen to wrestler music too. I was like, well, shit, I'll do that. I'll just include that. And then like every now and then I'll hear the normal jukebox, but most of the time I'm hearing wrestler music. Right. Yeah. So other than that, if you thought a four-way tie was bad, this is a six-way tie. <laughs> we somehow managed to get six different people that are like, you know what? I like this band this year. <laughs> I like this band this year. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we have a six-way tie of 21 Pilots, Prince, Motley Crue, Coldplay, Calvin Harris and Pearl Jam. Interesting. I can see Prince though, because of course when a when a big musician dies, guess who everybody wants to listen to? Right. Yeah. I'm surprised Bowie didn't make the list. Yeah. Yeah. So we go to music album of the year. Um for that. That's where Bowie's going to make the list. There we go. Uh, Black Bowie. Star. Black Star was excellent. Black Star. Yeah. There we go. I actually didn't have one because usually what I do is if I hear about a new song, I'll like listen to it. Like I don't really listen to albums, but like 
usually when I do, like, I have a favorite artist or band, and, like, I see an album for, like, dirt cheap, I'll buy it for my car. Right. And then, of course, so right now my radio doesn't work, so I haven't been buying too many albums, especially for this year. That and I like to make uh, mixtapes to put in. Right. But anyway, other than that, uh, we have a three-way tie for the music albums. Ties for everybody. Everybody gets an award. <laughs> Dr. Feelgood, Zed True Colors, and Black Star. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely suggest Black Star. Yes. Yeah, I got to hear a couple Bowie songs this year, and I was like, you know, he's not bad. No, it's really good. Oh, hell yeah. He's, he's like one of those guys that I've kind of just grew up listening to. Yeah, like most people. Yeah, like he was just always there. Yeah, yeah, like you know. So, uh, I remember like he released like an album a couple of years ago, and I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's called New Day, yes, I believe. <laughs> and <laughs> I couldn't uh, help myself. Yeah. Yeah. So like that album was like really good, you know. And like I pre-ordered that, right. and uh, this one I thought was even better. Like, in my opinion, like he, uh, I don't know, like it, it just came out as a better album in general. Right. Yeah, some people can do that. What was it? Uh, uh, what was it? What was it? Oh, yeah. Um, I started, I gave Bowie a listen because earlier this year I started listening to more Queen and more Michael Jackson. So, right. So I was like, well, I need to listen to Prince and I need to listen to uh, Bowie being like, <coughs> They were around that. They were big around that time, and they're a lot of people are inspired by them. And if I if I like Freddie and Michael so much, <laughs> now is this the first time that you gave like both of those guys a chance? Yes, and they're okay. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, yeah, they're not bad. And then you then you're like, they're not bad. They're they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Purple Rain, of course, is a great album. Right, great actually, album. I actually listened to. Uh, I recently listened to uh, Nothing Compares to You, mm-hmm. which I found out about that song because, uh, was it Chris Cornell of Soundgarden, Audio Slave, and Temple of the right. Dog did a cover of it, and I was like, well, shit, this is a good song, and then I looked up Prince's version, it's like, hell yeah, this is a good song. And you've still not listened to like the version of the song that made that song famous? Yeah, wasn't it, didn't he write it for someone else? Uh, Sinead O'Connor yeah. was, like, the version that, like, everyone knows. Okay. The the Prince version is really good. And the Chris Cornell one's not bad. Right. But the Sinead O'Connor one is amazing. Definitely have to look that up. And my favorite Prince thing is uh, the Batman soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I love the Joker's theme. Like, oh, yeah, and the Bat Dance. Yes, that, of course, there's that, too. And then, was it? I don't know, I was like, I was learning more facts about Prince and how he actually wrote a lot of songs. And I, he, apparently, he wrote a lot of country songs. Which I is, could see that. Yeah, I was like, okay. So it's like he's multi genre type. Oh, yeah. He released a jazz album oh. called uh, News. Each song was the exact same length, and the song names were North, East, West, South. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really good though. 
Oh. He, he did a bunch of funk. Oh, it was great. Oh, yeah. And then uh, after Bowie died, I was like, one, one time I was randomly watching, like, uh, there's a genre on YouTube called, like, 107 Facts. So, like, I was, like, watching a couple of those, and I found one on uh, Spongebob. Come to find out, Bowie guest starred on that episode, and I never knew about it. I could see that. Like he was, uh, they were they went to Atlantis, and he would he played the king, and it was one of those musical episodes, and he didn't eat, and he actually didn't sing. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bowie made a video game. Did he? <laughs> yeah, like he was a part of a video game like forever ago. I don't remember the name of it, but it was made by the same guys that made games like Heavy Rain and Beyond. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was like the PS1 era. Okay, I was expecting like you to, you to give me like uh, Michael Jackson on the Sega Genesis type, <laughs> type games. It's like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, like I want to say like he was actually in it like as a character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, it's just really interesting, like, when you, like, look back at, like, how, how much, like, certain people did. Yeah. Oh, another, and you don't really think about it. Yeah, another fun fact, I found out, uh, Michael Jackson did the soundtrack for Sonic 3. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, I found out, reason why he was, uh, uncredited was, there was, like, a couple theories. One was, he wasn't happy with how the music came out. Another was, around the time Sonic 3 came out, the whole... Uh, molestation charges came up yeah and then there was another one but i can't think of it oh uh, rights Ah, uh, yeah okay like i i think it's the mixture of two and three okay like out of those right because uh <laughs> not a good idea to give a kid's game away where uh oh yeah by the way a molester did the music <laughs> right allegedly anyway because yeah was he not proven guilty? Uh, no. Okay, yeah, then definitely allegedly. Yeah, he was innocent. Yeah. Well, in, in the courts. In the courts. I, not to get political, but I love, I, was, I love like, my friend Donald will get into it. He's like, he's like a, this is the same guy who has a kid named Blanket. <laughs> and funny thing, Blanket's actually sane, while the other one who has a normal name isn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just think about that, though. Like, your father is Michael Jackson. Yeah. And he died. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can it's see just that could send something. Really, uh, it's just really weird odds. So, like, that kid, like, grew up in the world of Michael Jackson. With a Ferris wheel in their front yard. Right, and then he's no longer there, but he's, I don't know, like, it would be, like, really weird to grow up as a celebrity's kid, and if you think about, like, Michael Jackson was, like, the top celebrity for years. Of course, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I love, uh, like, uh, we do dance parties at my school. Which, like, every Friday, it's, like, every Friday morning, we do, like, a little dance party to wake everybody up, and, uh, it's like, hey, it's, it's Friday, let's chill a bit. Uh. Right. Of course, the one, f they always play, like, popular dance songs, like, what, Cha-Cha Slide, and, uh, Cupid Shuffle, shit like that, but the one day I miss, and they play Thriller by Michael Jackson. 
And everybody in that school knows how much I love Michael Jackson. Because, like, whenever I'm listening to... Whenever I'm listening to uh, Billie Jean, I'm moonwalking down the damn hallway. Right. Or at least what I what I presume to be a moonwalk is probably just me walking backwards. <laughs> Other than that. So... Uh... Disappointment and overhyped have to be my favorite ones, so we'll just we'll get to those in a sec. Let's go to best song of the year. Uh, um, crap. Who? Uh, I can't even think of the name of the song or the band. Oh no! This is bad. Yeah. Well, while you, <clears throat> while you look that up, I'll get into mine. I actually. Again, it's weird because like I have a weird taste in music because it's like I'll listen to kick-ass metal and bomb-ass classic rock music, and then I'll listen to just upbeat stuff. Anyway, uh, I actually picked the fun song by Coldplay. Okay. Because it's a it's a song that's so it's a fun the fun song. It's an awesome song to listen to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It puts me in a good mood. But. Yeah, uh, do you, were you able to find I'm, that? I'm looking for it right now, it's on my iPod. Yeah, probably, kind of a short explanation. Yeah, so basically it's this song that it sounds like it came out in like 1993. But it came it's out It's like a rock year. song. Okay. Yeah, it came out this year. And it is, I don't know, like I just really enjoy it. The album itself is really good too. Kind of reminds me of the Struts, where like they sound like a classic rock band. But they're actually like recent. Yeah, and like, like the name of this band. Oh, okay, it's highly suspect. Is the name of the band? Okay. And the song is "My Name Is Human." <laughs> highly suspect does sound familiar. Yeah, it's like a weird name, and I can never remember it. <laughs> and then, like, I see it, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it's that. It's those guys." Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a really good song. Yeah, I have to look it up because I've heard of Highly Suspect before, and that does sound like a, a classic rock name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought the Struts was a classic rock sounding name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like when you hear when you hear the music, like it just sounds like it could have came out like 1993, nice 1994. Like it just like I was like, wait, what? <laughs> When did it come out? Yeah, I was like, this is excellent. Yeah, holy shit. Shit, I just had a, I had a you moment. Where are they? Highly suspect. Okay. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah, it's, it's a band name that you will always forget. Yet it's such a unique name. Right. All right, so this one's interesting. We do have a first place winner, but the second place winners is a four-way tie. So we got Summer. In second place, we have Summer by Colin Harris, Violet Hill by Coldplay, Fun Song by Coldplay, and My Name is Human by Highly Suspect. And first place is Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Okay. Yeah. Not, not, not too shabby of a song. No. No. Now, these are my favorite categories because they're, they're funny to me. <laughs> uh... We got overhyped of the year. What would you say was overhyped? 
Uh, the next two categories, honestly, my answer is going to be the same. Okay. Um, the election. <laughs> the the election was overhyped. When I get into when I get in, oh boy, when I get, when I get into the winners, you're going to be surprised. <laughs> you know that um, like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> but no, just and when I say overhyped, I mean like you could not go on Facebook without seeing it. You yeah. could not go on TV without seeing it. And I live in Ohio, so it's like a battleground state. Oh, no. And because I live in Cleveland, it's like the battleground city of the battleground state. So because like Cuyahoga County has like like the largest population, if I'm right. Yeah. Or we're like we're part of the largest population of the state. So like they were here every other day literally like i would just turn on like the news and they'd be like hillary clinton's in cleveland it's like she was just here yesterday it's like what's going on and then like it'd be like donald trump's in cleveland it's like wait so they're both here at the same time like it was just ridiculous and then you you could not get away from it yeah and i remember i messaged you and like i think like you messaged like either a, i think it was, i i know there was a period of time i don't want to go extreme and say a week later or a day later but like i remember there was like a small period of time and then you finally answer go oh yeah i've been on i've been off facebook really trying to avoid the election yeah. stuff, waiting for it to calm down i was like yeah, yeah. No, 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 i don't blame you <laughs> and like i still don't really go on facebook too often now just it's just basically like because now it's like you're we're living in a world where uh, if you don't agree with someone, they're just like, oh, well, you're evil. It's like, what? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, when did this happen? Or, but or, that's, that's what's happening now, and it's it's ridiculous. Or, or my favorite was that uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd made a video discussing Ghostbusters and the new remake. And he's like, mm-hmm. he was like... Uh, in my opinion, I just don't want to see it because this, this, and this had nothing to do with the being the fact that the whole cast was a castle women. But everyone, this one comment really just stood out to me. What was it said? Well, you didn't say it was because of the women, but you probably thought it. What the fuck? <laughs> right. That's terrifying that people have that mindset. Well, I'm not sure if you've seen that movie, but it was actually not bad. Yeah, I remember my I, I walked in on my parents watching it, and they said it wasn't bad. It was a Ghostbusters movie. I mean, you're not going to get high art. No. <laughs> and I, even then, it's like I, I hear an agreement of the first one's the best one, and really it's the only one you need to see. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but like people... People feel like it's it's like their precious thing, which I can right. understand because like it had a cartoon, it had a childhood, it had a franchise, so it had toys. I know Glenn. I think Glenn has a. I think Glenn has a Lego set of Ghostbusters. If not, he has like the the truck. Right. Ecto One, I think it's called. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has Ecto One. Yeah, don't kill me. I still haven't seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> we could have a podcast dedicated to the movies I've never seen, and that I need to just 
shut like just go go off the grid for a week and just overload on movies I've never seen. You do. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's when I, when I got people worried about me. <laughs> that's when it's like, oh. Yeah, in fact, there's a podcast called Cinema Swirl. We're like, it's Kevin Mann from the Ancient Era podcast and a friend of his who's like me. He's never seen any movies. So, like, they just watch the movie and they review it and they get his gut reaction, like, right after the movie. Right. So, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually love listening to it. And it's like, I know the plot. I know the plots of most of the popular movies, but... I just need to see them. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's... Uh, maybe there we go. Uh, there's a 2017 resolution. Watch more movies. But anyway, yeah. So, I would agree... I, I agree with you. I picked the election. And I did that for both categories. I both picked the election. So, I'll just read off overhyped in the disappointment category. So, in second place for overhyped... Uh, someone said the Crash Game remakes... For the PS4. Uh, Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then another person said Crystal Pepsi. Um, actually, I just had... My brother bought me six bottles of that. Yeah, and isn't it just Pepsi? Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, it's like Pepsi, but clear. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Like, it, it doesn't taste exactly like Pepsi. It's got a, It's got a slight taste to it. Yeah, you ever had slight that, difference. You ever drink that uh, that one Pepsi? I think it's like nineteen eighty or eighteen something. I can't think of it, but yeah, 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 yeah. Way too sweet for me. Yep. I had I, I I did drink the whole can because like it's it was one of those drinks where it's like, do I like this? Do I not like it? And so I just kept drinking it because it's like I didn't know. <laughs> yep. And finally, a day later, I was like, you know that 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 fucking sucked. <laughs> But anyway, first place, the election. <laughs> Disappointment. And second place was the Warcraft movie. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've never seen it. I have heard uh, someone go, you know, I was expecting it to be fantastic, but I went to go see it, and it, it was okay. And I think Yeah, they, I liked it. Yeah, I think they were expecting something bigger. But yeah, yeah, uh, it's uh, I can't speak. What I find interesting is it actually did amazing in China. Like it made gangbusters in China, but over here it bombed. Oh, that's not a big surprise. Right. Which it actually made more than uh, Force Awakens over in China, but. Someone then explains, like, well, that's because none of the Star Wars movies went to went to China till Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that I could see that making sense. But anyway, other than that, first place, the election. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now, now my reasons for, like, it being a disappointment is uh, very different than the reasons of it being, like, the overhyped. Uh, the disappointment was just more or less just how, as the election went on, uh, news was coming out about how the DNC was reacting to stuff. 
you know, and it was just like, like you see like all these emails that were leaked and it's just them like clearly just not caring at all about Bernie Sanders. Right. And just stuff like that. And it's just kind of like a very sad, sad moment where I'm like, you guys are not supposed to be doing this. Like it should just be like, you know, how people vote. Now what's and, the DNC? Uh, uh, Democratic National Committee. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't follow po- politics, but, uh. It being it plagued my Facebook, and from the tidbits I learned from other people, and then me forming my own opinion that yeah, I I would agree it's a disappointment and it's way overhyped. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that is a that's a damn shame. Yeah, but oh, we actually have one more category. <laughs> okay. I, I almost missed it before I flipped my page over. Overplayed. Like, overplayed band, musician, song. Hmm. Um, I'm going to jokingly say the Foo Fighters. All right. So that's not on your radio. official one? You're just, you're just joking? Well, I mean, they are overplayed. I don't mind it, though. Okay. Um, I often... Like, the other day, like, I realized that the Foo Fighters are sort of, like, law and order of radio. <laughs> that's an interesting, con- that's an interesting uh, connotation. So, you know how at any given moment you could turn on the TV, and if you go through all of your cable channels, you will find law and order on at some point. Yeah. At any given time. Um, Foo Fighters is the same idea. You could turn on the rock radio... And here in Cleveland, we have two rock radio stations that play, like, Foo Fighters. Yeah. And I could go through channels, and I will find Foo Fighters within 15 minutes of me getting in my car every time. (laughs) Every time they're on. And I was like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, I'm, I'm okay with it. And it's funny because, like, they're not even just playing like the new songs. Like they're going all the way back to like Big Me, and I'm like, wow! Like the Foo Fighters are still on the radio. <clears throat> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, it's just funny though. It's like you could just turn on the radio and the Foo Fighters will be there. All right. What's the band over here that they love playing? I bet it's the Foo Fighters. Maybe Foo Fighters. Uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe and, right. And, like, like I'll even go as far as just saying it's Dave Grohl. This is not even Foo Fighters. Like, you could turn it on, and if you don't hear Foo Fighters, you will hear Nirvana. Yeah, we do hear Nirvana a lot over here in Belvedere. Yeah, like, we'll hear it's between... Smells Like Teen Spirit, to Come As You Are, to Rape Me, which I'm surprised they play on the damn radio. <laughs> right. I'm not a fan of that song. <laughs> uh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't know, that's just... It's just... Yeah, it's just... I, I remember when it came out. Yeah. And they made this huge deal about it. And at Walmart... At Walmart, um, yeah? Yeah, so at Walmart, they changed the title to Wave Me. W A yeah W A I F. The fuck does waif mean? Um, really thin girl. 
like anorexic then, if I'm correct. So, yeah, this song was called Waif Me, like on the back of the box. Okay. Well, when this came out, uh, cassettes were still being sold. So if you read the paper, like the liner note paper on the back, where they would give you like the list of songs on the album, it would say Waif Me. But then there was like a pure, uh, clear plastic box over the actual cassette. Yeah. And you were able to see the song names on the cassette. And on the cassette itself, it said Rape Me. And I was like, wow, you guys just dropped the ball on this one. Yeah, because they're, uh, yeah, it's like now when you go to, uh, when you buy an album, it says usually parental advisory. And then, like, if there's anything, they'll either censor it with, like, the stars or they'll put a sticker over it. Right. Like, don't they, I want to say either they, for, like, the Wonder Nirvana with the naked baby in the pool, they either censor, you like, put a sticker over the dick, or they just don't have the dick. Uh, they usually just put a sticker over it. Yeah. I th- I've seen both versions uh, in stores and on, like, like on old Guitar Hero games and Lego Rock Band and such. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Which, oh my gosh, remember Guitar Hero Live? I uh, do not. Oh, oh, that flopped so hard. That was that came out this year. Actually, uh, we should have done a thing where it's like uh, where we like retrospective of this year or lat or twenty sixteen. But when that came out, it was essentially they were trying to make a comeback. So they came up with the concept where you can play and you're playing as the people performing on stage. So right. you, you have a crowd, you're looking at the crowd, and they filmed they filmed all of this for the video game. Okay. But it was a it was a game that you paid however much it was, and then it wanted more money because you couldn't pick the song. It played whatever it played. If you wanted to pick the song, you had to pay to pick the song. Oh. Yeah, and then, like, uh, there was a mode where you just play music videos, and then there's a mode you play live, but, of course, if you wanted to play a song you want to play, you got to, like, pay for something, and then you could pick. And then, th- that wasn't the thing that killed it. What killed it was the, the guitar itself. The controller broke, like, <laughs> a few weeks after playing. In fact, uh, my friend James... He gets Guitar Hero Live because he was excited for it. And he, he then, unfortunately, has to learn about these tropes. Then his guitar breaks. And he's calling up all these places asking, Hey, can you fix my guitar? And all of them are like, No, we can't. There's something in it that we can't physically fix it. And these are brand new guitars. You can't just plug in your old Guitar Hero guitar. And right. there you go. These are brand new ones. And it's if you want to trade in Guitar Hero Live, they'll take the game. They're not taking the guitar, though. Right. Even if it works, they're not taking it because it'll malfunction and they can't sell it. Hmm. <laughs> and then, this is how you know it flopped. I go to Dollar General around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And on, on the uh, clearance sale, I see... A box of the an Xbox 360 version of Guitar Hero Live with the guitar and video game and everything. 
at, at Dollar General. At that's pretty sweet. Dollar General. <laughs> Let me repeat that. At Dollar General. They that's don't pretty sweet. Sell though. video games. I know that is cool, but you've hit rock bottom if that's the case. And I want to say Rock Band came out with something new because if Guitar Hero does something, Rock Band has to follow along, but. I don't recall ever hearing about it coming out, or I don't ever hear about it. Right. But, well, I think that whole genre just overdid itself. Yeah, it's dead. It was a cool. It was cool back in the mid to mid to late twenty tens. It was great on the PS two. Yes, it was. I have played some of those with my sister, and it's it's so fun. But it's fun to go to an arcade, and there it is. There, there it is. You can play a song if you want. Going downside is you don't get tickets, so it's kind of like, eh, do I want to play it or not? <laughs> anyway, right. Anyway, yeah, it's <laughs> that's that that there's your sign. It's it's just not it's it's not cool anymore, guys. <laughs> the MTV days right. are over. <laughs> and what's funny is, is that was the way how uh, the music industry was making money for a long time. Was through those video games. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, because like there was like a whole thing about it, like in Rolling Stone forever ago, and they were just like, "Yeah, this is like we're making money." Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Because albums aren't selling as well as they once did, so they have to do something to make money, and like they would license out these songs, and these games were always selling. So they were like, "Yeah, whatever, we're making money, we're happy with it." Of course, yeah. I remember. I remember play. I remember playing it. I remember. I was younger, so like, a lot of teenagers that I knew, uh, were always playing it. Like I, mm-hmm. like the typical, uh, rock kid played it. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, it was, and of course, I always when I played it, I always had to put it on easy because I sucked at my fingering with the guitar. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, I do remember that game being amazing at one point. Now it's it was like a long phase that finally died out. <laughs> well, the thing was was there's other games that came out like on the PS4. I think even on the PS3, I think it's called Rocksmith. Yeah. Where you use an actual guitar. <laughs> Holy shit. Right. So if I was out there looking for a game that, you know, is like a guitar-type game. Mm-hmm. Do I want one with a crappy controller guitar? Or would I want one with my actual guitar that I already have? There you go. The answer is always going to be the real guitar. And what those games do is, like, you actually end up learning how to play songs while you're playing a game. How would you so play now it's, like, useful. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were actually talking, like, from experience. No, like, I just know that they're out there. There was a guy that I worked with that had it. Yeah, yeah I'm sure, uh, was it? I remember reading a list on Last Neurotaku was, like, video games that people who hate video games can play. And I'm sure had that list come out a few years ago, Guitar Hero would probably make that list. Right. 
but it didn't. Which, ironically, we were talking about Lego games. That was actually the number one. Actually, no, it wasn't in any particular order. But, like, that was, like, the last last one that really stood out to me. Because it's like, you know, yeah, that's right. Because my parents don't play video games, but they'll play the Lego games. Right. And Lego games, um, for better or worse, it's just a matter of, like, member berries. Yeah. Like, from South Park. Because most of the time, Lego games are on a franchise meaning they'll get like your DC or your Marvel or Star Wars Indiana Jones Harry Potter Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings right where it's just a whole bunch of like remember how much you love these movies now you could play them and we're going to add like little humor to it so like they're made for kids but it's really made for the whole family right yeah, and, they, so, and when I did play them, they were really fun. Right. But for me, getting back to uh, the overplayed award, uh, I gave it to Fallout Boy because I can't fart. That's the band I always hear. No, I could turn on whatever radio station. There's Fallout Boy. Interesting. Yeah, I uh, I liked them once, but now I can't. It's like Nickelback. There was a time I liked Nickelback. And then everything they put out was always played, like, at a sickening pace, or sickening rate, rather, at so many times, and then it's to the point where it's like, I really don't like Nickelback anymore. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so that's Fallout Boy, essentially, but... In fact, I've heard people, I know of, uh, was it, at my school, this one girl, she's like, you know what, I used to love Fallout Boy, but after... Like, it might come off hipsterish, but it's like, after they got popular and they came out with the new songs, it's kind of like, eh, this isn't the same band. Right. And that happens often. Right. It was it, uh, there was one Fall Boy I thought, song that was, I thought was good. It was like, they did a cover, there's a, it didn't come out on the album, but there was a Nightmare Before Christmas album that came out that a bunch of. Uh, they got bands, bands and musicians together to do mm-hmm. covers of. That's where the "This Is Halloween" by Marilyn Manson came out. Right. Uh, one of them was. It wasn't on the album, but it was. It came out after the fact or something. It was Fall Out Boy's cover of "What's This," and it was actually okay. it was actually really fun to listen to. And if that it was that the on the album. It was Flyleaf that covered it, and I didn't think it was good. So, I I, I have to give Fall Boy credit there. I thought they that song should have made the album, not Flyleaf's. That's a band I haven't heard of in forever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Holy shit! Which I find, here's another thing that's interesting. What was it? They had Corn do. Uh, oh, what was that song? It was one of the three kids. La, I la, couldn't la, tell la, you. La, la, la. Oh, you, you ever seen Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, uh, a long time ago. Yeah. I am not a big Tim Burton fan. Uh, what do you think of the Batman movies? I, okay, so whenever I say that, everyone's like, what? It's like, okay, so Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, and Batman movies. Okay. Pretty much after the Batman movies is when I stopped caring about anything that he did. So you're you so you thought Nightmare for Christmas was okay or Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't uh, get you don't get the hype. No. 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 What, what about Corpse Bride? Oh, that was horrible. Oh, <laughs> that was horrible. I big like fish, big fish was a big waste of time. <laughs> um, now what sucks about this is is I really like Johnny Depp as an actor. Yeah, I do too. I don't get the hate. But because of this, I never see him in movies. Oh, because he's always in the Tim Burton movie. Right. So now it's just gotten to the point where. I see Tim Burton, and I'm like, I'm just not going to bother. Yeah, avoid it. Avoid. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not saying, like, every movie he's done I absolutely hate. Like, uh, Mars Attacks is good. Of course. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But uh, there's something about Tim Burton I just really don't like. Can't we all just get along? Anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. I was like, And <laughs> so, like, when it comes to Johnny Depp, like... I kind of get screwed over in that because I don't like pirate movies. Damn it. I was about to ask, are you going to see the new one? Yeah, so like, I don't like the pirate movies and I don't like Tim Burton movies. So that leads me to like not so good Johnny Depp movies. Right. Um, okay. That left me with Mordecai, <laughs> <laughs> which avoided all costs. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Johnny Depp and Gwyneth Paltrow and it was just horrible. I was like, what is this crap? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, what was the one with the... He was a vampire, but no, that was a Tim Burton movie, too. Like, yep. Holy shit. I actually liked that one. I thought it was funny. I just didn't even see it. Right, yeah, you... I, I... Uh, that's based off of a soap opera. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. It's Snapple. like from like the 60s or something. Snapple, the more you know. <laughs> but anyway, overplayed. What got second place was Fall Out Boy and the Foo Fighters. First place was the guy who sang Watch Me Nene. All right. Never heard it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, I couldn't go anywhere without hearing that stupid-ass song. <laughs> was it? What sucked, though, was my nephew loved it. So my nephew always sang it, and my nephew's four, so it's always adorable. And this was like he's still he's he's just starting to talk more, so mm -hmm. so that's what another reason why people loved it because he was talking. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I meant to tell you this story, which didn't you have two stories or did you tell them? Uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. Uh, I made I did a what was it? My nephew got to see his first movie for the first time. He got to see that uh, that Illumination movie, Sing. And mm -hmm. he was actually really good for it. And there was a scene, I guess, where like the crowd was clapping. So, of course, when he watches a movie, uh, his intent is to usually either follow along or something. Like, whenever he's watching... Like, whenever my sister's watching Jerry Seinfeld... My my nephew is yelling Jerry Jerry, <laughs> or uh, whenever there's a dinosaur roaring, he's roaring with the dinosaur. <laughs> nice. Well, in the movies, there's a scene where the crowd's clapping, and so he starts clapping, <laughs> and there's a okay. there's like a there's like a section of people around him like looking at him, 
Like, what the hell? And suddenly, other people start clapping. <laughs> okay. So my nephew let a clap for that movie. <laughs> Which I, I suck because I was working when they did that because I, I would have had a ball watching him do that. And another cute thing, like he goes, he goes, I don't want popcorn. Uh, he And my mom's like, okay. So she gets popcorn for himself. And suddenly he goes, can I have popcorn? And he eats the, he eats like half the bag. <laughs> this small child ate half a, po- a buttery, salty popcorn bag. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, he's full of shit. He, he, every time I have a bowl of popcorn, he comes up to me and asks, can I have popcorn? <laughs> he usually just grabs a handful and runs off. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that is our awards. <laughs> okay. I planned for next year to have more categories because that was a thing with the wrestling awards we're doing this year. Uh, there wasn't, I didn't feel there was enough categories because I had a few people actually ask me to do that next year. They're like, yeah, you know, I, 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 I did the, I did the categories, but I really wish there was more because there was a few things I could, I couldn't get a mention for, mm-hmm. which I, the 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 cool thing to do recent uh, recent years is tiering, which is like first place, second place, third place vote. Where first place gets like five points, second gets third, first uh, third gets one. So right. The only downside is that's a lot of math to do, but whatever. I, I'll do it if if it means if it means getting more uh, votes in and we not have four way ties. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. So. Definitely, definitely. And uh, in fact, you're actually you're you're actually welcome to come on that one to do to be with us as a guest if you want to do that. Oh, that's a possibility. Yeah, unless you unless you you're doing like wrestling awards on your shows. Ah, uh, we did, yeah. Okay, well, there we go. But what's cool though, uh, I don't know if you follow any like lucha or Japanese wrestling, but it's like it's a conglomerate. Where we combine the shell pod and pyropod, being mm-hmm. it's completely wrestling. So like even like Japanese categories are in there. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, other than that, that was the awards. Uh, Rich, do you have plugs? Oh uh, yeah, go to on the network podcast to uh, check out on the network. It's a wrestling podcast. Uh, we try to focus on stuff that's on the WWE network, but that doesn't always happen. Right. So, you know, that, that's a thing. <laughs> um, and button abusers over on mega or on geeks of the industry.com. You can check us out there. We talk about video games. Uh, we are like horrible because our recording schedule is non-existent. Right. You just record whenever. Right. So it's like, the worst like release schedule ever. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's places that you can find me. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, yeah, and you can check out the uh, on the network Facebook group, where it's pretty fun over there. All right. Doesn't a button abuse just have one too? Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, there you go. See, like I even forget about that. <laughs> That's like, a, I don't even mean to. Like, it just happens. Oh, okay. I was about to say, is it that... Is it desolate, or...? Uh, no, like, I just forget that it's a thing. 
Ah, uh, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit happens. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, do you have anything else, or? Ah, uh, no. I think that's it. Alrighty. Oh boy, my work is getting slammed because I just got a text from a manager. Can you come in early? <laughs> oh, Ooh. oh yay! Apparently, there's a Packers game today, so and they're in the playoffs, so. <sighs> and we're about we're about like forty minutes away from Wisconsin, so there's plenty of Packer fans here. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get that uh, excitement here in Cleveland. Uh, well, at least I'll make good good tips today. But anyway, yeah. other than that, uh, you're listening to us on the Shellshock Network. This is Nerd Otaku. You can listen to other shows such as the Pod, which discuss J- international wrestling from Japan and Mexico. You can listen to the Shell Pod, which is the mothership, where we discuss current wrestlings from WWE, uh, some TNA, some Ring of Honor, then and New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then with a main topic, whether it's a throwback, a top list, uh, just a, a topic for shits and giggles. Then there's us, of course, which you're already listening to. So <laughs> I think you, I think you're aware of what we are. Uh, then you can follow me on Twitter at GoodnightLove35. Check out our friends such as the Geeks of the Industry and uh, Russell Radio Australia and Turnbuckle Throwbacks and Randy M Radio friends like that but that's pretty much it so thank you guys again so much for listening we will see you all in the future bye bye